Welcome to Take Another Look with Gerda Felix and Melanie Tadio Malo with a genuine conversation about what's missing from the human connection. Let's join Melanie and Gerda now. Good day and welcome to another episode of Take Another Look podcast where we see you fully just as you are. I'm your host, Melanie Tayo-Malo, and I'm joined by my incredible co-host. Gerda Felix. Gerda, how are you? I am wonderful. How are you, Melanie? I'm doing great, thanks. Can you believe today is December 31st, 2022? Now, we don't usually put a date on our episodes, but this is important because today, Gerda, I thought we could take a look back Take a look back. (laughs) Take a look at our year in review of 2022. Mm, Yes, great idea. Let's see what you come up with. (laughs) I said you. Uh Yes. So all of us every year have time to take stock and take a moment to reflect on what's happened in the year past. Now, 2022, Gerda, you and I come up with a word every year. What was your word for 2022? I think my word was miracles. Uh-huh. Because I felt like I needed some. <laughs> yeah, no, fair enough. Absolutely. And what was your word? <laughs> mine was transformation. Mm-hmm. And I chose that because I needed, knew I needed some transformation in my life. I needed to change some things up to move forward, both my personal and professional lives. So those are our words. But I wanna start with the fact this time last year, we launched Take Another Look podcast. We did. One year old, Gerda. Yay, yay. (laughs) Exactly. And what a journey it has been. What do you think when we were starting out? And what has what are your feelings now as you reflect back about taking another look? We'll start there. Well, you know, when when we talked about this project of having a podcast, for me, I have never I have never done a podcast before. I have listened to many, but it was an adventure. And I knew that you had the experience of you know, doing podcasts and also teaching people about podcasts. So that's why for me, I knew that I was in good hands. And also because I have, I have interviewed people and I love that. I love conversation. So for me, I thought that was a great adventure. We were, you know, starting and that we would learn what we need to learn along the way. And of course there has been changes and they will continue to be changes and for me it's been great what about you yeah it's been incredible again I was excited about the journey because you and I have great conversations on the phone so I knew we could bring value to our audience of our conversations because we go deep We, we, we really have those uncomfortable conversations and I think we've done just that when I was looking I think today marks the launching or the debut of our 43rd episode 43 episodes in one year that's really quite something it's a milestone mm-hmm. and I know we have more already recorded that will drop carrying on mm-hmm. but I was just like, wow 
And you're right, we had many changes. At first it was just Garrett and Melanie, chat, 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 and it was great. But then we started to bring some guests in, we had a live event, and then we did our panel discussions. And those are fun. They are. They are because we get to have many different people come on Take Another Look podcast and have a conversation with us. And so we have we are learning in this process and also to, to listen and, and hear what people say about different subjects. For me, this is the richness of what we do, yes. talking to people. And making those connections, our guests have been diverse. They've taught me so much about things I never even considered, you know, and I encourage everybody to go back and listen to our guests because they had added such value to our podcast. But I really wanted to talk about our panel discussions because really this was something special. You know, I know we started talking about it because it was a project for Toastmasters, but it became so much more. So what was that experience like for you? Wow. <laughs> well, for me, I knew who I had in mind to be part of that panel or roundtable because it was indeed a project, a Toastmasters project. But, you know, I listened and I watched a lot of different types of podcasts or roundtables. For example, I've watched many of the actors on actors. It's, it's a roundtable. You have two actors and interviewing each other. And this eventually will be a project that I will do along that line because I find to have two people of the same profession talking to each other, knowing certain things about each other that the public would not know, what a beautiful conversation that is. And because I've also, I've also seen, watched the round table on, you know, for example, different types of actors. And sometimes they are all men, sometimes all women, actors and actresses and about a subject. And I thought, oh, this is so beautiful. Why not have something similar to this and do this with the authors? And that's how the idea was conceived. Yes. <laughs> and for me, it's, ex it's very exciting to have that opportunity. What did you think of it, Melanie? Well, for me, similar to you, I've read so many podcasts or watched vlogs of panels or round tables and they get pretty excited and heated and all over and some people don't necessarily control them as well as others but it was really exciting to see I'm like oh that would be great for us to try out ours were really well done I felt both the authors and the entrepreneur because it was a conversation still but everybody had their say perhaps you know as we do more of these because I think it is a great great option um Maybe we'll get a little bit looser with the format, but you know, it's something we will try and error. But I thought they were great. I learned so much from the authors, the people you had on the panel. They had great experiences, diverse again from across the globe, different writing experiences. And as an author, being on that panel it was exciting to hear the different stages and ways people were doing things. And it also helped me prepare for our current book project. So that's exciting as well. The and, Sorry, go ahead. and I was, I was just, uh, excuse me, I wanted to add this on because it was a project, a Toastmasters project. And I, I went, I read through that project to understand 
how to lead a panel discussion. Because yes, I have seen them, especially for example, Oprah. Oprah has done many of those things. And I have seen the way she moves, what she moved when she is with the public. And yes, we are on Zoom, but for me, having read the project and understand what it is asking of me has helped a lot. Mm -hmm. So having done this, it has helped and it has also allowed me to grow with this process of leading a panel discussion. And again, now it, you can not only just do it for our podcast, but in other areas, perhaps it's going to be at work. Um, you know, there's so many options, right? So absolutely. And I think it really is a, an art to make it still a conversation rather than, okay, and what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? You know, it's just that conversation, making it flow, but yet not leaving people hanging. Who's coming next? Is it my turn? You know, that sort of thing. So I found that was good. And with the entrepreneurs, I learned so much from their experiences. And I was like wanting to take notes, but yet being engaged in the conversation. <laughs> mm -hmm. I will definitely be going back and listening and taking my notes afterwards. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it, it's, to me, it was a treat to listen to what the entrepreneurs were saying, because, <laughs> you know, it is a journey. And as I call myself an entrepreneur wannabe because really I'm not, I'm not 100% there yet. It is a journey. And to understand that most of us have gone through that journey, experiencing different things and yet the same. Yes. Because the mindset behind what we do is the same. You know, the mindset when, when you think about that is, for example, going from a nine to five to being your own boss and you have to change that mindset in order for you to move forward because if not it's very different from okay going to it doing a nine to five mm -hmm. having to you know listen report to your boss so there's something that is already pre-established that you don't have to think too much about it but when it's your own you mean, okay, I have to schedule my hours? Exactly. You mean I can, it's not just like whatever I feel like doing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right? It's, it's a lot of the same thing, but differently experienced. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So, yeah, no, it was a really good learning and experience for sure. And I know also we, you know, we've, 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 we, had it on social media we're starting to grow our youtube audience slowly but surely we're getting there and it was really neat to have anchor come back and give us some analytics of our podcast and see you know who our audience is and that was a really eye-opening experience for me mm -hmm. and i'm not going to ask you what comes next because that'll be another conversation but let's stick with this year so the year of miracles Gerda. What miracles, and miracles are different for everybody, happened in your life? What have you learned about yourself this year? Well, for me, the miracles, and <laughs> I've been, it's been part of my prayers because, and I've said thank you to God a lot for protecting me from things that I don't even know that I was being protected from. And it's, the reason I'm saying this because, you know, we, we know that we've been 
experiencing COVID all throughout the globe. And for me to, to be healthy, I've been saying thank you. Thank you because really, really there's a lot of things that I don't know that I was spared from, protected from. So for me, that was a miracle because when you think about it, my life through COVID has not been so different than my life before COVID in the sense that I, I still went to work uh, at the office. I still did that every day for a long period of time. And, you know, that has not changed. So I was still in contact with the public. I, I, I was careful, but still I was in contact in the, with the public. And there were some people who were not so, you know, lucky, blessed, because we've we've lost people through this time. Yeah. So for me, it's been what I have learned about myself in this year of 2022. The biggest lesson for me is really to know who is with me. Because I am, I notice, I have learned that I am very considerate. What does that mean? is that when I am doing something, I take others into consideration, even if they don't know that I'm taking them into consideration. And that's for me, it's big. And what I have learned is that not everybody operate <laughs> at that same level because right. a lot of people, they come, it's only about them. It's only about them and what they can take from someone. And, you know, the image of, Aladdin's lamp where you can just rub on the lamp and you know girl that comes out poof what is your wishes some people that's what they have okay and I had to be conscious of this and while as I am being conscious of this then I am also noticing well who is really for me and this has been the biggest lesson because you have to understand that I've experienced great pains <laughs> throughout 2022. And that has led me to also set up healthy boundaries. What about you, Melanie? I, will, I just want to comment first. I can attest to, yes, you're one of the most considerate people I know. You're always thinking of others. And I, I you know, have been on your journey this year with you and you've, come you're like the phoenix rising from the ashes through the pain right and you, i'm so glad to hear about the healthy boundaries because this is so important for all of us to consider and to really take time so that's amazing for me my goodness 2022 has been exciting it's a lot of transformation for sure a lot of changes in my mindset in what i wanted to achieve my health, I had to take, you know, really start to take action on my, my weight. That was a big one. Still have a lot more to go, but I, I feel that I'm on the right track for that. And that was a challenge because um, I, COVID, you're home, you eat, well, at least I eat because that's an emotional thing and that's something I had to deal with. Um, but so having the support of my husband to help that journey, getting active, walking more in my condo, but still actually taking time to actually set it up. Okay, do this, do this, so that I'm getting that activity that I wasn't otherwise. Because when you work in front of the computer from nine to five, or you are at meetings on Zoom, you're sitting a lot. And so when you eat and sit, that's not a combination. <laughs> so that was uh -huh. the first one. And then also 
of course, with my charity, there's a lot of change, a lot of transformation needed to happen. And that I had to do with a lot of letting go. And that's hard. When it's your baby, you're protecting it. You want, you know, to see it flourish and keep growing and doing great things. But you also have to balance, you know, your own personal well-being mm -hmm. with what you're giving. So that was a huge change for me. And it was tough. It was really, really tough. Um, of course, then, of course, the biggest transformation was gaining vision and having that come, my vision come to life. That was exciting. Mm -hmm. Scary. Still a little nerve wracking, but definitely something I'm very, very proud of. But yes, I think Gerda, through all of the transformation, there's always going to be good things and bad things. And just absolutely taking the time to reflect on the change. Yes. And, and, uh, and one thing I would like to add from what you just said, gaining vision and you changing so much you know, going out there and, and putting yourself out there and making new connections and, and working, you know, to make this, this journey and advance in it and preparing to go to Africa and all this. It has been exciting. And also because you have shared this with me, it's been a privilege to feel the excitement in your voice, to <laughs> see what is happening. And I can tell you, you've been definitely someone that I can look up to in the sense that you say something and you you go at it and this is this is amazing to see and so yes a lot of growth a lot of putting yourself out there a lot of really being on purpose and thank you I appreciate that and I'll just for the audience Gerda gets hundreds of voice messages every day oh my gosh da, 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 all this news or I'm so frustrated. So she hears it all every day. So she's with me right there. So thank you for being that support. I truly appreciate it. You're very welcome. I think, I think that's what makes us our, you know, it's not a working relationship. It's really a relationship, our relationship. That's what makes it so vibrant because, you know, when I feel whatever way I feel, I can share with you and you, you can share with me. And we are, we are there for one another. And for me, that is, it's huge yes. because, you know, you have to understand once when you are used to be on your own, to do your own things, to it's, and it's only you, there's a way that you operate in this world. Mm -hmm. When you are able to share with other someone else and not feel judged or anything, that's another way to operate in this world. And that's why I say setting setting healthy boundaries is very important because the people who are for you, they will be there with you. They will celebrate you even before you celebrate yourself. And it is important for you to know, to be around, to surround yourself with those type of people because the ones that are not for you, it's like you, you know, something good happened to you and they're asking themselves, why is this not happening to me? Because yes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's who they are. And that's why it is important to surround yourself with people who are there for you. Yes, and that's so true. Gerda, the one big thing that I learned about myself this year, though, really, truly, what you just touched on is surrounding yourself with your tribe. People that want you to see you succeed, that uplift you. When I was planning the launch for Gaining Vision, you know, I identified the people I knew I could trust 
But as I worked towards the launch, just hearing the support, the unconditional support, the ideas, the feedback, the encouragement when I felt discouraged, my tribe grew, not big, but grew. And between you, Liz, Mark, Sean, and so many more, but I felt so uplifted and secure in what I was doing because I had you guys having my back. So that was my, it's so important for us to surround ourselves with people that we trust, that we know have our best intentions at heart and then want to see us succeed. Because when you have that tribe, anything is possible. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's why more and more for me, it is, you know, more and more it's getting more important for me to, to have that. Because before I am the one who's there, but now it's important as well to find other people who are there for me. It's not only me giving, it's also me receiving. And, and you know, this is something to learn because yeah. we're not very good at receiving. No. And it is important to learn. <laughs> the go-giver book. Gotta read it, Karen, the go-giver. <laughs> I honestly it changed my life. The art of receiving is so instrumental. And I was like, I can't do that. I remember reading it first, I can't do it. But if we don't open ourselves to the opportunity, we just give. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And once you are in with people who are for you and who are with you, the energy shifts, mm -hmm. you know, I, and I've, I've also had the opportunity. That's why I, I talk about paradox a lot. Mm -hmm. You know, it's been a very hard year for me. I will say that. And yet there's the paradox of grace in the midst of this turbulence, mm -hmm. there is paradox of grace because I've been in some, you know, some areas, some platforms where I could feel like people were there for me. Mm -hmm. I could feel the love. I could feel like, you know, I am, I am welcomed fully. It's not a, you know, we're, we're saying, yeah. <laughs> and then in, exactly. in the back, there's jealousy. That wasn't that. It's like, I felt really welcome and love and it feels good to be on that those type of platforms wouldn't you say melanie oh absolutely and this is is finding where where this is all the i love this conversation about inclusion where do we feel completely accepted and included and belong just as we are we don't have to change it there's no preconception there's no fakeness it's just i can be me and finding those platforms is so important and i think that in this world during this time especially because now everybody's online everybody's in social media everybody's on zoom now because of covid or at least it's much more than it was before i know you've been involved in it for a long time but for me it's relatively new let's say the two years but it's easy to hide behind the screen it's easy to say the niceness and do something different behind, right? But when you feel that you can just be you, that is a wonderful place to be. And you're right, we gotta really find those places. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I think I think for me it's because I've I've worked, <laughs> I've worked, you know, in being on the telephone. I've worked with other people who were on the telephone. When they are respond, you know, we responding they are on a call they are talking to somebody and their voice is like oh sweet and then what they do in the background is different yeah so for me I've always been very how can I say very 
conscious of the energy that people are, you know, giving because they can say one thing, oh, hey, welcome to whatever, I am here to help you. And then you don't see them while they are smiling on the phone, but they are also doing something that you don't see. And for me, (laughs) and I think that has been my training. And for me, that's why it's important to be among people who truly support. Yes, so true. And I think this is a perfect opportunity for us to recognize Liz. Yes. Oh my gosh, Liz Novo for our audience is our social media expert, our editor, our cheerleader on the sidelines, helping, giving us advice and guidance. And without her, take another look would not be what it is today. So thank you, Liz. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I know that we, if you have not had the chance to listen to when she she was a guest on the podcast, please go back and listen because she was a guest one time and we've had a wonderful conversation, a wonderful conversation. And I felt like from this time we were kindred spirits because we don't have to speak, to say too much. She gets us, she gets us. And it's fun to be with people who get us because <laughs> um, you don't need to say too much and this is it like I'm blessed because I she helps me with my social media she's actually helped me with gaining vision so much and I just tell her what my, my vision is and she's like what about this what, like it's amazing I'm like ha, ha, ha. so finding these people in our lives is so essentially important okay Gerda we've talked about the really good stuff but there's been some challenges this year for the world so much going on there's been war there's been tragedy there's been death there's been killings there's been so much what what, what are your thoughts on that because i think it's important to acknowledge this because it does impact us even if it's not happening to us <laughs> you know we've been in the pandemic for two years And uh, for the most part, we resisted. You know, let's face it, we did, we resisted. Like, what, what do you mean that I need to stay home? What do you mean that I can't be, I can't do whatever I want, I need to wear a mask? What do you mean that I have to follow the lines, you know, in the shopping mall, in this, wherever I go? What do you mean? We've resisted. And the idea was, And it still is to some degree, the idea that we have in our mind is like, when is it that we're going back to normal? And whenever I hear this, I never understand what that means because I'm thinking obviously the normal that we knew as we knew it did not work. Why would you want to go back to to that normal? We are in a time that we are ushering in a new world. And I think that's what people need to understand. We are ushering in something that is new, meaning that it's never been done before. So the rules as we know it, you know, that's why they even say, I I was listening to, and this is one of my favorite. uh, He he talked about the why, you have to know your why. Uh, Simon Sinek, yes. I was listening to to him and he said, well, obviously we we need better leaders. Because the way we used to be led is not didn't work. So we need to have better leaders. We, we need to have leaders and not people who are managing us. That's what we need. And he talked about this. And this is it. We, as human beings, we need to be better. 
better human beings and not think only about ourselves and what we what's in it for me because that's not the world we want to we were in that world before mm-hmm. and it led us to what to this pandemic yeah and you know i mean i'm going to stop there when you ask me well, it's not good because we're still resisting <laughs> that's why it's not good true. and i think that if we take some moment and pause and reflect and see, this has been a wake-up call in so many ways. And people are reacting differently. The resistance, the denial, the okay, I'm just going to stay home and go nowhere and becoming isolated and lonely. And then there's the ones that are acting out. And I don't mean like a child acting out. Well, maybe a little bit like a child, but like that are taking it to an extreme by causing violence and uh, anger and hatred and all like the amount of... Uh, when I, you know, the news is can be a very toxic place and a very negative mm-hmm. space. So I try not to listen too much, but I want to hear what's happening across the globe and the people that are suffering at the hands of others because somebody thinks they're better than somebody else. It's just heartbreaking. And this is 2022. What have we learned from the past? Not much. It's quite sad. So I love the fact you're saying, the rules didn't work. So we need to move forward. We need to change. We need to change our mindset, the way we think, the way that we lead. I love that. It's so true. Yes. And and it needs, we need to become conscious. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. And conscious, you know, and that's why I read, I wrote something not too long ago about the paradox. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. As much as we are called to love, okay. We have, and we know they are, you know, what is love? We, we, we have talked about this, but as much as they're that, you also need to understand that you will experience what is not that. And in the midst of this, you will have to make a decision, a conscious decision. What do you do when so-and-so is calling you names or is mistreating you? Are you going to respond in kind? Or are you going to respond kindly? Hmm. It's always a conscious decision. And when you do it, is it going to be from a place where, why do I have to be, why do I always have to be the big man? Or is it that, well, obviously this person is asking for love. How can I give it to him or her? Yes, it's so true. And I read what you wrote and it's beautiful. And it really made me think, and I'm like, she, she, you've said it so eloquently, and again, it really is, again, it comes in these times of reflection, and that's so important as a year comes to a close, is for everybody to take time just to look back, lessons learned, what went well, what can you celebrate, what can you do better for next year, or again, maybe it's just a time to pause. Yes, it is the time to pause. In January, that's exactly what we need to do. Pause, pause and, you know, pause and write and figure things out, pause, so that you know, what do you need to do in February? Because I know, and and I know this is what's going to happen tonight, as today we are December 31st, everybody will, will start seeing, this is what I need to say, we will start seeing messages as new year new me yeah. <laughs> okay like suddenly we become more polished <laughs> than we have ever been before 
And, you know, in a way it is. And in another way, it is an unfolding. Mm -hmm. I like to think of it as a new chapter in the journey, right? It's okay. So yes, last year, the chapter is finished, written the ending. We celebrated New Year's. But yet time to reflect on that year before you move forward, because if you're going to repeat the same mistakes again, it was a point, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But in order to not do that, that's where the being conscious and aware is. Mm-hmm. Because if we are not conscious, this is what we keep doing. We keep pointing the finger. This is you. This is your fault. This is because of you. This is because you said this and because that's why I reacted this way. This is all about you. And here is something that I read that I, uh, not read, but I listened to. And it says, I'm looking for my little paper to see if I, I have it. It said, with great responsibility comes great power. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that in, in Spider-Man, we hear with great power come great responsibility. Now, if we switch that, with great responsibility comes great power. What does that mean? Well, by being responsible and taking responsibility of my role in whatever happened in my life, then I have greater power to change me and things that are happening in my life. It's so, so true. You know, Gerda, I think a really nice way for us to wrap up 2022 is just to take a minute and name three things we're grateful for. So go ahead. Oh, of course. (laughs) Well, for me, I am grateful for life and everything in it. The second thing is I am grateful for, and I had forgotten that I not too long ago, I had come back to it. I am grateful for the beautiful view that I have, that I see every day where I live. I have beautiful view. And I forgot about that. And I'm grateful for that. I am grateful for the connections that I have made, the people that I are that are in my life, the people that love me and that I love. I am grateful for them. Those are the three things that I am grateful for. What about you, Melanie? <laughs> oh, I thought I was getting off. No, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. My first thing is I'm grateful for my life, for having another opportunity, a new day every day to live my purpose. Um, I'm grateful for the people in my life that show me so much. My husband, I'm so grateful for him. My biggest cheerleader ever. And for you, of course, you know, because again, the people in my life inspire me. They keep me grounded. They teach me so much. So my family, all everybody in my life, yes. And the third thing, I'm grateful for opportunities. And opportunities are amongst us, around us, surrounding us. So I guess I will expand on opportunities. Opportunity to embrace possibilities and see what comes out of these opportunities. So yes, those are my three things I'm grateful for. So Gerda. Mm-hmm. We're taking a pause. Season We're two is wrapping pause. up. Yes. It's been amazing. Yes. It's been a journey. It's exciting. We'll have to wait to see what comes through because I'm going away. <laughs> so, I know. 
<laughs> you are traveling. <laughs> I'm headed to South Africa and I'm hoping our audience will come along with me, Gerda. And I'm going to do a plug for the YouTube channel because I'm going to be documenting the journey. Uh, it's Gaining Vision with Melanie Taumalo. And I really want to be able to share with you my trip to South Africa. The great connections I've met, I want you to meet them. I want you to see. I want you to see this country through with me through my experience because I'm so excited to travel somewhere I've never traveled to learn about the culture, to learn about the beauty of nature and the way that inclusion, diversity and accessibility is impacted in South Africa. Yes, and I'm looking forward to, to live through you <laughs> during this period. And this will be from when to when? Well, I leave on January 15th and I come back on February 7th. But I think we're going to pause till mid-February, right? For the podcast. I think there'll be- We'll come back in February. We'll I'll come back in, whether yeah, we'll it's mid so or a, after, but we will come back in February. Yes, exactly. So we have a few episodes still that are still going to come out at the beginning of January. Well, I, we are away, but Gerda and I are going to take a well-deserved break. Gerda, what will you be doing? in your pause, let's call it. Well, in my pause, I will be listening, listening intently, listening deeply, listening consciously and wait for the next step. Of course, I will talk more about this in our next episode, but for me, it is very important not to rush into 2023 but to savor the beginning of 2023. And of course, I will be I listening. It. I can't wait to learn more. I want to yeah. also, yeah, I always want to end off with a big thank you to our audience. Thank you for tuning in to all of our episodes, for liking and sharing and going on our YouTube channel and subscribing. But just thank you for being along with us for this journey of 2022. Yes, thank you very much for being here with us every week, every episode. And also, we are looking forward to continuing this journey with you in 2023, yes. because I believe there's more coming up. Absolutely. Until next time, cheers, Happy New Year, and Gerda. Take another look. <laughs> Bye for now. Bye.